Hi, and welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm a mental health enthusiast who is here to share my story and tips on becoming the best you. My name is Caitlin, and I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get to it. This is my friend, Chloe, and she is uh, currently famous on TikTok and is spreading the um, body positivity that we also try to spread here. So I thought I would bring her on to chat a little bit about her journey um, and just share with us like more body positivity tips and tricks because we all know that the world could use more of them. Um, So Chloe, tell us where your story started. So about a year and a half ago, I was doing a research study um, for my senior year in college um, about influencers on social media and how they affect women's mental health and how they feel about their body. And the response I got was so overwhelmingly negative that I knew I had to make a change. Um, And I knew that I wanted to be an influencer. I knew it would take a ton of work to get there, but I wanted to be an influencer that didn't make other girls feel bad about themselves and didn't feel like, didn't make them feel like my life was so unrealistic. I wanted to be relatable to them for them and like someone they could go to, to have a safe space. But I really just felt like there weren't a lot of safe space influencers out there when I was doing this um, project. And the responses I got from women were just horrendous. I mean, women have thought about committing suicide because of their body image issues. Women thought about getting surgery to change their body. Just like so many horrible, horrible responses that made me so sad. I knew I had to make a change. Um, So I really started saying, I am going to show what it's like to have, you know, a bigger build and a bigger body and just show up as myself, not edited, not like shrinking myself just to really show women that, you know, it's okay to have a bigger body and to look different from what we're used to seeing on our social feeds. Right. Kind of how I got started. And then, um, I had a video blow up on TikTok (laughs) of my body, um, my weight gain specifically. Um, I used to like, I used to be one of the girls that was really affected by influencers online and I thought oh I have to be like this skinny pretty like certain look to be Mm -hmm. where I want to be and actually just by being myself I got further than I ever did trying to be someone else it's insane (laughs) but um so that really just like changed my mind and I made a video um talking about my weight gain over quarantine so I was really sick with COVID In July, I ended up in the hospital, couldn't breathe very well on my own, um, had to go on oxygen. I was on a long taper steroid, which caused me to gain tons of weight really rapidly. So, you know, I decided instead of hating my body, I was going to love it during that process. So I decided to make a video and so many positive um, reactions to that video, but also a few negative ones. Um, which kind of blew the video up. (laughs) So the video kind of blew up because I had a bunch of teenage boys commenting and tagging their friends on how ugly my body was. And 
so then I really decided, you know, I'm going to make a platform around showing that we shouldn't care what boys have to say about women's bodies because it's our body. Yes. So that's like my new, (laughs) my new thing. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. It always is the boys. I will say that it is the boys consistently. That is what I also, even with mental health, like it is the boys who make the negative comments. Yeah. I remember that video and I remember the response, the response video that blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, that also blew up because of all the responses to him and all of the positive things towards you, which was yes. so, so great. But, yeah. um, the video, when it came out, I think for us girls, something that like, I'm sure tons of girls that have stepped out and shared the story that we're sharing and, you know, forwarding that body positive movement, we get all the time of like, you're fat, like this is unhealthy. This isn't what health looks like. And that's just entirely not true. But like we went on caring about our health. Yeah. That's so funny. About you, so we're gonna hate on you. Right. Like thank you. You're actually making my mental health a lot worse. Yes. Oh. (laughs) Um, but when you saw that video, I think to just be in like, you can share as much as you feel comfortable. Um, just being really honest with like my audience, like how did that make you feel? Like that has to be hard to still see those comments. Like I still get fired up about comments on my reels. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I had a boy make a response to my video and all it was, was him on a treadmill, um, pushing the speed up key. Hold on. Ugh. I'm going to give my dog a bone because she's crawling all over. That's me. okay. <laughs> you, if you, uh, I, my listeners know they usually can hear the dogs bark at some point in my yes. podcast because they are hard being at home all the time with like a dog. <laughs> they bark whenever they want. They do what they want. You'll hear them yeah. come down the stairs. <laughs> they have a babysitter today, but that's just because yes. my roommate's home. So <laughs> Okay. So sorry about that. Um, so yeah, I had a boy make a video just, um, basically saying, you know, he, it was just him running on a treadmill and turning the speed up and giving me like gross eyes. Like he was grossed out by the fact that I've gained weight, which is crazy because gaining weight and weight fluctuation is a normal thing. Mm -hmm. When I first saw the video, I never had someone make such a cruel video, um, about me. So I was like shocked. Like initially I was just shocked that people would do that. Like I would never, if I was the skinniest person alive, I would never go to someone that may have a bigger build, do at them and say something mean. Like, it's just, I don't understand how people can be so hateful. So I think initially I was just really shocked. And then I was kind of upset. And then I got to this point where I was just like, eh, it's part of it. Like, screw it. Right. And, and unfortunately, like it is such a big part of what we do of like yeah. taking that hate. Um, and I was actually talking to my boyfriend today about it just cause he's, I've seen your videos with your boyfriend and how great he is. And I think it's such an inspiration for girls to find people and men, like men, women, whatever your partner that you choose yeah. is that just going to support you in whatever journey, you know, you decide on what's healthy for you. Right. Um, so of course, like I'm newer in this since I screenshotted the comment, I sent it to him. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I just like, I don't mind taking the hate for other girls, but like, it makes me sad. I know. The other girls have to deal with that. 
Yes, I, I'm not kidding. I was just thinking this. So I actually went on my Instagram story right before this, we recorded this and said, you know, I'm going to be taking a break because I got on and I saw the meanest video I've ever seen on social media duetting someone. And it just makes me so sad because if I was a 16 year old girl dealing with the hate I deal with now, I wouldn't have been able to get through it. I wouldn't know how to deal with it. I mentally would break down I mean, I don't know. People on social media are so critical of one another and that no one gives each other grace. Right. And it's just very overwhelming. And I think that's the toxic part about it is seeing other people like just get hurt so much on social media. And it's hard to make a change, but we're working towards it every day, you know? Right. And it's, it's, I think that's like, that's the, the Enneagram too in me that is struggles so much to see others hurt from it. Mm -hmm. And I know that like, even when they like repost things, like I know that high school boys are nasty. I mean, we know that that's the people commenting on our reels and TikToks. Um, And honestly, girls are nasty too. Like I've done plenty of scrolling through TikTok, seeing these girls on TikTok that have made a platform of saying, no, this is what healthy looks like. And I think what's so important to remember is that health looks different for everyone. And that's something that you touch on a lot, um, which is so great. Um, And like, where did that come from? Just because like, no, obviously yours, your journey, like you changed and like things, you know, got like you had COVID, your body got you through a global (laughs) pandemic. So so um, when I was the skinniest I've ever been, people were telling me how healthy I looked and how just amazing I looked. I was so healthy, finally. And I just kept pretending like, yes, I am so healthy. In reality, I was eating one baked potato a day because that was causing me to lose weight. And I love that. I loved that it was, co- it was, I literally had an eating disorder. Yeah. So now that I'm eating meals, full meals every day, three full meals, and I gain some weight, people think I'm unhealthy, but I've never been healthier than I am right now. Right. I was my unhealthiest when I was what society thinks is healthiest. And I am my healthiest as what society deems the unhealthiest. It's just- It's exhausting. Yes. People think, people tell me all the time, they're like, go work out, go work out. It's like, bitch, I do work out. I work out every single day. Like, like thank you. Cardio. Just because I have a bigger bill doesn't mean I don't take care of myself. Right. You know? So yeah. that's something that really gets me. I'm really passionate about in case you can tell <laughs> as I raise my voice. We um, love it. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous that, you know, some people measure health is size because it's not true literally and it's so funny because like you see these huge names being like I mean like you think of Lizzo and the amount of hate Lizzo has gotten for her body and she's like girlfriend I eat every day I work out I move my body I eat vegetables and fruits like I might eat too many cinnamon rolls, but like, I love me. And just because you don't love me doesn't mean anything. But I think for so many women getting to that point is the, like that process is so hard. So hard. And even, even when you're here, like at this point where you're telling other people how to love themselves, it's still freaking hard. 
some days, you know, I go through and I do this comparing thing where I'm like, these, these young girls who are one specific skinny size with a certain look get so many followers just for being pretty. Mm-hmm. Whereas we try so hard to make a difference, a positive difference. And it's so hard to like get people to resonate with you and like follow you to understand like the message you're trying to get out. And that can be really discouraging um, in the space. And that's something I'm actually struggling with a lot right now is I've, I've been comparing myself so much to others on social media. And that's why, you know, I want to take a break from social media for a week or so just to like get my mental health back on track so I can help people again and be right. authentic about it. And it's and that and that's the it's just so funny because you can be as authentic as you want, but like the algorithm fights you yes. because and like you are on a tough platform. I don't know if you know who McSazan is. I don't know how to say her name if I didn't say yeah. that. So she has like emailed TikTok, called TikTok, yeah. been in meetings with TikTok because she's like, you guys promote girls to be skinny. Yeah, it's and, ridiculous. And like when that's all, like I think about sometimes like how much I ingest on social media and I have detoxed my Instagram because like I have my personal Instagram and then I have my business Instagram and I find myself obviously because I put more work into my business Instagram on there more often. So I've made it a very apparent that I only follow accounts that make me feel good. And if they don't serve me, they got to go. I love that. But on TikTok, you can't control that if you want to be on your for you page. So you see what TikTok wants you to see. And I found myself laying in bed last night because I like have to wear scrubs for work. So like heavier set girls, it's not easy to find scrubs. Like thank God for some nurses who are influencers like Katie Duke who have made scrubs for curvy women, but there are not that many out there and they are not flattering. So you go to work for 12 hours and you're in this stuff that you're not super comfortable in. And then you come home and you're like, okay, well, I just want to shower and go to bed. Like, but my body's telling me I should work out. And then I like was like sat back and realized how much I was ingesting on TikTok and like social media just in general as well. Like not yeah. to shame TikTok because I love TikTok. Yeah, but no, it definitely it it does promote being one size. It does. Yeah. It's it's, it's exhausting. You have never been this low in my life, and I have 334,000 followers. You're like, what like, am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm losing followers daily and it's like, it's so hard just trying to keep up with it. It's, it's exhausting. And I totally, like, I have girl, like, I have people who that follow me and then unfollow me and then like, and I'm like, what did I do? I know. But then I have to remember that it's not about the followers and I'm here. I'm here for the girls exactly who just need to hear my story and that's fine. But like, I totally get the part of like, it's, it's hard to be in this space Yes. Because you want to show up so well for everyone else, but I still struggle. I know, same. Like, same girl, if you ever need someone to talk to, <laughs> I understand. I do. Seriously. And like, so I guess like go into more detail about like currently like what you're posting and like truly like if my followers are not following you, they need to be because <laughs> you are the number one person that I go to for fashion for mid-sized women <laughs> because like it's so hard. Because, like, you even go on Pinterest nowadays, and <laughs> <laughs> it's one size. And I'm like, okay, can someone style this on, like, a mid-size girl? I know. Like, I know. Before I buy it, I want to know. Same. That's me, too. That's why I was like, I need to start. Yeah, so I do a lot of fashion content because 
learning how to dress my body um, really helped my confidence. I used to only wear leggings in like a big t-shirt and crew neck, which granted, I still do a lot <laughs> just because we're working from home. But learning how to really style different like pieces on my body that I see skinnier girls wearing that I can make work for my body makes me feel so much more confident in my curves. Right. Like, I can wear a crop top and look good as hell. You, Lizzo, Lizzo, yes. I'm looking good as hell in this crop top. And I want to teach other girls that they can do that too. Like I want to teach girls, sorry if I ever lose my breath. It's from COVID remnants. <laughs> I do this. I do the same thing. I'm like, it's okay, so yeah, helpful. come back. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that. You had COVID too, right? Yeah. Um, I got it, unfortunately, from traveling. Um, I, me and my boyfriend are long distance. So I ended up having to go. I went down there to surprise him and caught it. Um, yeah. Came back, found out I had it, and was down for the count for 10 days. Yeah, it's awful. It was it was awful. There was a moment where, like, my roommate, who's also one of my best friends, was like, do we need to go to the hospital? Yeah. It's and I was awkward. like – now I'm fine. And I definitely gained a little weight during COVID because all I did was lay on the couch. That's all I could do. And even after that, like I couldn't work out. I I could barely walk to work, let alone like, yeah. And I, and like we, I still wheeze. Like there'll be times someone will be like, you good? And I'm like, no, (laughs) not really. Same, same. But, um, yeah, so I just do, like, a lot of fashion content for mid-sized girls, um, like, size, usually, like, anywhere that, like, doesn't feel like they belong in. Basically, I didn't know what size I was because I would call myself plus size and people would tell me I'm not plus size. And I would call myself, you know, like, smaller than, and people would say I'm not smaller. So I'm mid-sized. So <laughs> I want to, like, provide a safe space for the girls who have no idea where they belong but they got a little bit of curve going on and they right. just want to learn how to style themselves. So I do a lot of that. And then I just do a lot of being okay with your current body. Um, I'm going to give my dog another bone really quick. <laughs> I love that. He's like, I'm going to use this. I'm going to take this to my advantage. <laughs> yeah. So I um, basically, yeah, I just do a lot of fashion content and just like showing off my insecurities because showing off my insecurities actually makes me less insecure about them online. Yes. Yeah. That is um, a Brene Brown thing too. Like if you open up the door to talk about shame, it becomes less shameful and has no space for that. And I think that's something too, that's important to touch on is like being midsize is not shameful as much as society wants us to feel shameful and as easy as it is to get caught up in feeling shameful about it. There's no shame about it at all. Right. I agree. It makes me feel so powerful that I have like this curvy body. It honestly makes me feel really strong. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like there has been, there's been so many versions of me and like, this is my favorite version. And like, like at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter. And like, also like we can talk about for a second, the hate that the body positivity movement gets towards skinnier women. And I think I want to clear the air right now, like to anyone listening who is a smaller size, we do not hate you. Yeah. And I think like you could probably touch on that a little bit too. Cause I'm sure that happens on TikTok of girls being like, well, you guys hate skinny girls. Yes. So we definitely 
people supporting the body positive, like Tiv Mimit. Why can't I talk? <laughs> people supporting the body positive movement definitely don't have anything against any size. Um, I think where it can get a little bit touchy is where I've seen videos of smaller builds trying to push their stomach out to use it for a body positive movement. And that's kind of insulting to girls who naturally have that stomach. Right. Um, so it's just really important to be careful and think about if your post is going to affect someone else's mental health and self-image before posting. But we definitely do not hate skinny girls. We want skinny girls to feel just as welcome as right. the bigger girls and the mid-sized girls. We want everyone to just feel comfortable in their body but also, you know, be proud of who they are currently and not try and be a different size. Yeah. Yes. Or show and up with a different size. Yeah. For, you know, society reasons. And I think that's the biggest misconception about what we're trying to do yeah. and what we're trying to ingrain. And like, I think about as a child, like how much pressure, even from my family to be skinny, oh, to like, let's, let's lose weight. Let's let's get on the scale. Let's yes. let's just eat. Let's do Weight Watchers. Let's yes, Weight Watchers. R.I.P. <laughs> I think I did it six times. Yeah, I, me too. Oh, and I think about how much I was eating and like how and like um, there is a girl who will be on the podcast later this season, and she is called No Food Rules, and she does all intuitive eating, and that like even in my brain like rewiring my brain to think that way I'm like you eat when you're hungry yeah like I did that today and I was like scared I was like oh this is weird I know but it's so nice just to like eat whenever your body's telling you to eat rather than like starving yourself or depriving yourself right oh yeah this is this whole yeah and I I love that this all came from a research paper where you were like let me, you probably were like, oh, it won't be that bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I'm like the only one that deals with literally I had 53 girls participate. 52 of them had negative thoughts because of influencers. And And like, that just makes me so sad. Same. And that's what makes social media toxic. And like, I think that's where like, also I have really like honed in on my Instagram of like, you choose what you ingest every day. Unfollow them. If they're telling you to count calories and you hate it, unfollow them because no one needs to count calories. Right. I agree. And I do think another thing on social media that's got to go is cancel culture because like a lot of the times I see people in the body positive community wanting to cancel someone for doing something like maybe not the right way, but no one takes the time to educate them on what they did wrong. No one takes the time to be nice about like, I see um, people getting canceled. I saw a skinny girl do a video where she like was doing the body positive movement and um, she like, tried to give herself roles and people canceled her, but no one told her why. And you have to tell people, you know, what's going on, like what we have to educate them and not be so harsh on them first. Like at first it's insane. 
And that, and that doesn't do anything. Like we're out here to educate other girls that like what you're going through is normal and okay. And you not knowing where you sit in that space is also okay. Cause it's still new. Exactly. Like there has never been a generation that has decided that we're going to like cancel diet culture. And I feel like it's obviously like sitting through a pandemic, like your video, I think, hit home the one that like really blew up. I mean, I followed you much before that, but the video that really blew up, like I was like a proud sister. I was like, it has, a, you know? it has a million views. Like it has two. Like my roommates <laughs> heard about it for weeks. Oh, thank you. I love your page. Your page has helped me so much and you already know I'm that. I'm so glad. And you're going to grow what, and I can't wait. <laughs> what I think is so important for even like just my listeners, like, it's to understand that you're not alone in this and like this journey can feel so lonely and like you're obviously going through that right now like you put yourself out there every day on social media and it's exhausting but like truly you are changing so many lives and like your video about the pandemic like there are so many girls who have gained weight like I can't tell you someone who's not like I gained 10 pounds and I'm like okay but you don't need to crash diet to get that off yeah agreed like you ate normal. Like, yeah. Congratulations. You fueled your body when you were hungry and took care of yourself during a pandemic. Yeah. Like the hardest time in the world we've ever been through. Not only a pandemic, like politics and world, yes. like whole world events yes. that will sit in our children's history books. Like yeah. allow your body to like survive. And yeah. The social worker in me is like, okay, there's the science behind that. Your body's in survival mode. It's packing on the pounds because it's scared. I agree. I agree. I've never weighed as much as I do now, but I've also never felt better. So like I've never drank more water than I do now. I've never drank, like I've never ate as good as I have. Like like, it's just about where your body wants to sit and that's okay. Period. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to end with, give us two life advices for the girls and the guys who listen to this podcast. So one piece of life advice is not to shrink yourself to fit society's standards um, because they're completely unrealistic. And then the second piece of advice I would have is just to take some time to really figure out what makes you feel good and what makes you feel confident and really lean into that. And use it to make a difference in the world because the world needs that difference, whether you think they do or you not. Oh, yes. I love both of those so much. And I think it's true for both. It sits true so much for both of us. Like yeah. we saw an opportunity and we, we took it. Like yeah. there's nothing extra special about either of us. Like we just right. decided to be vulnerable and we're like, yeah. I want girls to feel comfortable in this space. Exactly. So. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend or tag me on Instagram so I can connect with you. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. Can't wait to grow together. Have the best week. Talk soon.